0: Welcome to the LeadsCon Industry Insider Podcast, where we explore all aspects of today's lead gen industry. From customer engagement and acquisition to lead conversion and sales, we connect with key thought leaders on measurable marketing, consumer behavior, and privacy, plus all the new technologies and trends that shape the industry.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the LeedsCon Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Warren Pickett, and thanks for joining us for another episode where we talk about performance marketing today and how to set yourself up for future success. I hope everyone's doing well. Just a reminder that we've rescheduled LeedsCon Las Vegas this fall, and we'll be at the Paris Hotel September 30th through October 2nd, so please make plans to come join us. Be sure to visit leadscon.com for full details. uh, We've also been hosting a few webinars and our online Power Hour Virtual Networking Hour events. And so we hope you'll tune in, listen in, and join us. Be sure to visit the LeedsCon Las Vegas website and click on media in the navigation bar for full details on these activities. Our next webinar is coming up on June 3rd, where we'll share some great insights and resources for call marketing. And then our next Power Hour, Virtual Networking Hour, will be on June 17th. So we hope you'll drop by and connect with us there as well. As Memorial Day marks the start of summer and business starts to pick up around the nation, we've been looking at industry verticals to see how they're faring when it comes to lead generation and customer acquisition. On our last podcast, we spoke with Troy Korsgaden about insurance leads. And here today to talk about how the mortgage lending market is performing is Dale Vermillion, President and CEO of Vermillion Consulting. Thanks for joining us today, Dale.
0: Warren, it's such an honor to be with you. An old friend and a guy that I just really appreciate so much. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, always great to hear your voice as well. I'm glad to have you here today. Uh, Dale is one of the foremost leaders in the mortgage industry with 37 years of experience, 25 of that, which includes training, speaking, and consulting. And to date, Dale has trained more than 1 million mortgage professionals within more than 600 organizations. Dale, that's just crazy. You have had a lot of touch points and you've uh, influenced a lot of people in that time.
0: It's, it's when I look back, it, it kind of shocks me that I've done over 4,000 speaking engagements. point, <laughs> <this> point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Um, you know, I'm always impressed with your acumen and, and understanding of the industry And really now more than ever, I know we're all searching for waypoints to navigate the landscape. So it's great to have you here just to give us some of your insights along the way. We know that the challenges abound, but so do the opportunities to grow business. And I I want to kick things off today just by asking you, you know, in today's market, what are you seeing and hearing from both the borrowers and the lenders heading into this summer?
0: Yeah, so it's this is the most interesting dichotomy, Warren, that I've seen in my 37 years in the business. We are in a true feast or famine mode right now, meaning that, from a lender standpoint, I'm seeing the two extremes. I've got client, my clients are literally having record performances, record months, never closed so many loans in their entire history. But I'm also seeing lenders who are really struggling right now, and the reason for that, the reason for that dichotomy, is that those lenders who are more niche where you know they were predominantly low FICO or they were predominantly focused on nothing but purchase, didn't do any refis, or predominantly focused on a very niche type product. With all of the changes in the investor programs over the last 30 days, that's really had a negative impact on them. The ones who've been more diverse and more kind of general with conforming and government have done really, really well. Fact of the matter is. Warren, this is probably the most opportunistic market I've ever seen from a consumer standpoint. Because if you think about it, and you look at the economy, really, mortgage is the the, the shining bright star in the economy right now. Because we can help people financially when they're hurting so bad. You know, I, I talk about this a lot. That right now, the two biggest fears that consumers have are the emotional fear of their health and well being, and the economic fear of their finances. Are they going to keep their job? Can they afford their payments? Is their property value gonna drop? All those things are happening. So right now what you've got is you've got a very great opportunity in the mortgage community to really make a major impact on people through these low rates and through the programs and products we still have available to refinance them, put them in a much better position, help them rebuild some of their wealth out of their equity and get in a really good position. And then on the the purchase market, we've seen a drop. It's starting to come back. But I think what's going to happen there is I think we're going to see more of a buyer's market for the first time in a long time, because you've got a lot of people are going to look to sell their home because of the unemployment numbers we're seeing. That's going to change the dynamic and the landscape on the purchase side.
1: I'm so glad you said that. I was actually thinking about that earlier today, you know, are we heading into a buyer's market? And and you just, you know, verified that, that, yeah, there's so much opportunity uh, on the buy side. Um, and, and, you know, like you just hinted at, really there's been so much change around purchases, around refinancing, around home equity line of credit that, you know, it's a great shining example of how the industry can help people build a little bit of security right now uh, and lower their payments, do things that are hopefully keeping them in their homes to, uh, you know, weather the, the storm. So uh, great to hear, uh, you know, that there is some, some positives in all of this. Um, you know, Dale, as, as the Fed lowers rates and, and big banks, we know are adding more restrictions around income, employment, household expenditures what should lenders be doing today to to sort of stand out from the competition in that feast or famine market that you're seeing? Yep.
0: So you know the the very first thing you need to make sure today is that you're diversified enough to be able to um, to help in this marketplace. So that means you've got to be able to do both purchase and refi. Uh, that means that you've got to expand your diversification of your leads. You know you, you you've got to use not only the the normal lead resources that are out there through marketing of You know, social media campaigns, direct mail campaigns, buying leads through aggregators, but you also want to make sure you've got some really good referral partnerships and customer referral business. You know, the most overlooked part of our industry for decades has been the simple, old-fashioned build that long-term relationship with your customers, provide incredible service to them, and then Continue to stay in contact with them on a regular basis to build that lender for life mentality where you're getting all of their repeat and referral business. Today, you want to build a lot of organic leads and really differentiate yourself through two things, relationship and service. Because, yes, there's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of pullback with products, but there's still plenty of customers out there. And what's happened is... Literally, if you think about what the net effect of all of these changes are today, it's commoditized the mortgage industry. Well, if you were to ask me as a lender today, one of my clients or a CEO that I was consulting to, is that good or bad? I'd say that's the best news you could possibly have. And the reason is when you're in a commoditized market, then what stands out? Well, it's not your products. It's not your pricing. It's not your programs. Everybody's got the same thing there. It's your service and it's your relationship. Those are the two things that stand out. And those are two things we directly control as a lender.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because, you know, I've been talking to everybody uh, in the industry where they're saying now is the time for organic lead generation. And like you said, where there's that opportunity for customer referral, where there's that opportunity for building lifetime, you know, loyalty to to really establish those relationships and, and make something that often seen as a transactional uh, you know relationship to make it something that really can go the distance and be long term, um, you know that's that's so vital. Uh, you know that was going to lead into our next question, but you know if, if I can ask maybe a different question. Sure. Because I know you've been big on champion championing the, the relationships, communication, and, and teamwork during these, you know, challenging times. Um, you've successfully trained loan officers for years. What do you see are, is different about today's market, um, you know, than, than maybe what you've seen in the past? I know we've talked just quickly about that it's unlike anything we've seen before, but, you know, how do you help Loan officers really think about the, the future and, and and taking what is a transaction and making it more of a valuable, uh, you know, sale where it's it's commodity based.
0: Yeah. So great question again. And you know, here, here's the biggest challenge that I see there. If, if you look at refinance leads and lead volume, it's through the roof right now. We've never seen more applications flowing in for lenders around the country on the refi side of the transaction, especially when you look at the fact that just this morning they announced that rates went under 3% on a 30-year mortgage for the first time in history. It's unbelievable. So what's happening is loan officers are becoming way more transactional because of that because as your as your lead volume increases the mindset of a loan officer automatically is oh my gosh i have to rush through every single call to get through them to go to the next one so i can get through my queue that is the worst possible strategy you can have because here's what you're doing you're rushing to fail that's all you're doing you rush through you establish no relationship no trust no loyalty No knowledge and understanding of that borrower's true needs to build the right solutions through your mortgage. And because of that, all that happens is you throw out an offer, they go shop that offer because rates are low, so they're going to drive to other competitors and you're going to lose those deals. The key in this marketplace, believe it or not, is to actually slow down and actually take each lead. And when they're qualified, spend the time necessary to move it to commitment. Because if you get a committed sale, if you you get one committed sale a day, you literally close 15 loans a month, which a very small percentage of loan officers nationwide do. But I've trained tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands to do that because one sale a day is 21 a month at a 70% typical close rate. That's 15 loans a month. So the key here is, is not to move out of that relational conversational mindset because Think again about today's consumer, okay? Everybody's socially distanced. Everybody's under stay-at-home orders. They're starting to come out now. Human connection is the number one need of human beings right now. What you want to have is a compassionate, relational approach with your customers. If you move into mortgage application mode and it's just about rushing through the call, you miss all those opportunities that you had and you may never get them back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You get one shot at it. Um, and, and you want to make sure you make the right impression that you do the right thing.
0: Um, yep.
1: Kind of switching gears to, to quickly talk about consumer behavior. As you just taught, touched on, you know, we've all been under lockdown. We've all been social distanced. Um, consumers are, are really changing the way they think about doing business digitally and, and online. And, and certainly yeah. when it comes to a large purchase, like either a home or a refinance, uh, you know something that that is really focused on the finance side you know we 've seen a lot of, of changes, and I know that talking around the insurance industry they 've incorporated a lot of technology really to help uh, position them well going into what has you know been happening in the past couple of months. How has you know mortgage and, and lending been using technology and, and looking at different ways to engage consumers that maybe they haven't had to do before?
0: Yeah, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that um, it's feast or famine, and, and I gave a couple of reasons for that. But there was one other reason that's, that's monumental that is dividing the feast and famine lenders, and that is their technology. They're, they're either having the right technologies or not. Look, the mortgage industry has really accelerated their game dramatically in the last two to five years, particularly in the last two years from a technology standpoint and building obviously very powerful CRM systems, very powerful uh, loan origination systems, very powerful point of sale systems, back end, you know, relational type systems for working with your clients on the back end, today you have to have those technologies to compete. But, But I want to say something about that that's really, really important and it's this. Technology is designed really to increase efficiency and effectiveness when it comes to communication and contact with customers. What it's not designed to do is to um, promote or expand the relationship. So the one major mistake that I see in the mortgage industry is we try to replace technology with people and that doesn't work because every study I've looked at, and I've read dozens upon dozens of them on this, Every study from consumers still says the same thing. Yes, I want the access to technology. Yes, I want to be able to fill out information in the privacy of my home when I want to do it, but I still want to talk to a human being because it's a $285,000 decision. It's not a, it's not a $20 Amazon drop at my front door. So, it's really important for lenders to understand you must be technologically sound and savvy. And today, you don't have to have the best technologies, but you got to have the technologies to create online applications for your customers. But you also got to make sure that you nurture the relationship through that. And don't just shoot a link to a borrower and think they're going to buy automatically because of that, because all you do is give the business away.
1: No, that's a great point, Dale. I think, uh, you know, technology has its role and its place in all of this. But like you said, you've got to have that personal touch um, and, and even more, you know, when it comes to marketing your services, I know people really are, are advocating as much hyper personalization as you can, you know, making sure that your customers feel that uh, they're the only customer you have and, and you've got to make sure that they uh, get the attention and, and uh, personal touch that you can deliver.
0: Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm really advocating heavily right now that, that companies use video conferencing sure. technologies to take applications with their customers, to, to connect with their realtors, to build that human connection in a time when we can't do that physically to supplant that. And, and what I'm also advocating is over communication during the process of the loan with technology, meaning that. I don't want you emailing and I don't want you texting them. I want you calling them and I want you video conferencing them and doing it more than you normally would. Because the one thing you got to remember about uh, the marketplace right now from a consumer perspective, if you have a a borrower who's in a purchase transaction, they're worried about what values are going to do from this pandemic, there's a chance they're going to back out of that contract, if you don't stay in with them and remind them that real estate is a great investment over time. And we've seen many markets where values dropped, and they've come back every single time and doubled and tripled in the process.
1: Yep, no, absolutely. Uh, Good points there. Uh, Just, you know, a final question, just more on a personal note, but you know, how has your own organization sort of transformed to do business uh, given you know some of the new realities where you're not able to get out there and do training or or in person, uh, but also just the way that you've kind of kept your finger on the pulse of the industry.
0: You know, it's funny because you know me well enough. To know I'm a road warrior.
1: <laughs> you are. You're you're always out there. <laughs>
0: I'm 100. I'm 180 days a year, and I travel. You know, uh, I've literally traveled 600 times around the world based on my flight miles. But uh, look, we we I was very. Fortunate, and I'm gonna call it wisdom. Maybe it was luck. I'm not sure. Maybe it was a combination of both. But five years ago, I brought in a young man, a young millennial, 23 years old, who changed my business exponentially because I saw he was a genius with technology. Uh, I brought him in, brought my son in, uh, brought my son-in-law, in, all these young techie millennials with great ideas. And we had we have built our company over the last five years to be very, very prepared for this marketplace. So. You know we do a lot of live simulcast training where i'm doing seminars where it's just like you're at a seminar but we're just in different cities i'm doing a lot of webcasts a lot of podcasts you know a lot of virtual training and we're getting just as good of results and just as much impact as we did when i used to get on a plane so as far as i'm concerned i hope it stays this way for a long time because i like being home
1: no, I, I don't blame you and, and congratulations on your success i know it's great to uh, continue that uh, given that you can't jump from uh, city to city right now. Uh, Dale, thanks again for you know, joining us today and thanks to our audience for tuning in. That's a wrap for this week's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in to future podcasts as we talk all things lead gen today and tomorrow. We hope everyone stays safe and be well and we'll be talking to you again soon. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode of LeedsCon's Industry Insider Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest news, insights, and the best takeaways you need to drive your performance marketing to the next level.